It's the High and Wide Podcast with Brad Carlson and Damon Perrant. Triple H, Big Show, The Rock says tonight, the only two things that you two candy asses should concern yourself with is this, is your roll, know it, your mouth, shut it, and if you do that, then The Rock, the great one, Darren Dam Tease, you will smell what The Rock is cooking. Rune carries in, rolling in front of the minute shot, Dejardin following the play, and he missed the short shot, there he is again, We are uh, at episode 81 of the High and Wide podcast. We got Brad and Mike and Kevin and Damon here with you. Boys, how's it going on this? I don't know. It's like in Saskatchewan, but here in Manitoba, a little windy, but nice. It's not nice. It's wet, windy. Cold. Yeah, I totally Not disagree with you. It's nice here. It was 13 degrees. Yeah. It felt it was it was pretty it nice. Was windy. It was it was windy. windy and wet all day. It feels like today is, is it like wet today. Oh, they had a moisture in the air. If you were outside for a good part of the day, it kind of had that damp feel to it. It That's, is uh you sound bed shitterish to me. No, it just sounds like somebody realizes that we're past this good weather streak and it's like winter is going to probably be here sooner than later and I'm just not happy about that. You're talking some wacky shit there. Stop it. Because this weekend has to be nice. I got 20 bucks saying Mikey uh, didn't leave the house today. (laughs) I did actually. My bike was getting a little bit of a repair so I had to go pick it up. So you went out of necessity. Yeah, Mike doesn't leave the house unless he absolutely has to, and for (laughs) golfing reasons. Yeah, (laughs) which is which is fair. We're living through a pandemic right now. He's yeah, he's probably got it on lockdown. Um, you guys have any big plans for Halloween this weekend? Brad, you got kids? Just kids are heading out. Uh, The my oldest is thirteen. Could be his last year here. He says that's bullshit. But he's been saying that for a couple years now. I'm like. I was like six feet tall at like 13, 14, and I trick-or-treated until I was 16. That's bullshit. I think think we should be able to trick-or-treat. Fuck this noise. The way I see it, like if if we get like grade 12s at the door in no costume. Oh, don't don't, don't give them But No, 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 no. no, no, I'm okay with that. With no costume? Who who cares? For like, like here, here's the eight cents of candy I just that cost me but they could be out just causing so much more trouble oh yeah big time going door to door for yeah for I agree candy bars so i i'm on the i don't care how old you are if you put some effort into your costume you'll get you'll get some candy 
for me it's just don't you don't care like, don't cause trouble shithead. don't yeah. cause trouble yeah don't exactly. tp my house <laughs> yeah I'll don't throw zero. eggs in my house i yeah. will have zero involvement in halloween this year no you're not going to give any candy out well the usual uh our area party is that terrible. i do or that i that i go to every year uh covid has wiped that off the map the last two years so Ooh. it is usually a rather la- elaborate party where there's some pretty awesome costumes like the last one that we you- did like two of my buddies did the legion of doom oh, nice. <laughs> I was, and i was paul and i was paul ellery i remember <laughs> seeing that picture it actually. was and their do their lod costumes were amazing like yeah. they are uh- still to the day some of the best lod halloween costumes i've ever seen online that's awesome. Local nice. bar in Morton is going to be having a little Halloween get together, are they not? Yeah, they always do. Yeah, but yeah, no, there'll be no candy handed out at my house. I've I've had stuff here before, and I I get stuff because I know my my niece will come over at yeah. some point. But you give her a little grab bag. It doesn't matter. I have the lights on, lights off. Nobody comes. I live in the ghetto of Morton, man. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you don't even live in the kids, bad area. Kids are I not disagree. coming down my street to get candy. Like uh, they're my uh, my modest house is not getting uh, hit very many times for Halloween candy. They're all going up to the three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar houses to get yeah. their candy. Winkler is the absolute worst for Halloween. I'm not even kidding you with this. This the uh, the company that I work for for radio. One of our stations were actually not allowed to talk about Halloween on the air. Because ah. of well, you, listenership, you're crazy, oh. you're crazy religious. Uh, well, just old viewership, listenership, and yeah. religious. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just absurd. I'm lucky because the station that I'm on, I've been talking Halloween since the middle of September. <laughs> and like, oh God, yes, almost every day I talk about how I fucking love Halloween. It's the greatest. Yeah, so your community fun. is almost like to that point. Well, we're where bad. It's almost surprising that they don't so, uh, celebrate uh, Jesus Ween. I think they call it. Some of, these southern, wow. you know, some of these southern United States places, yeah, they've got into this. It's Jesus Ween that they celebrate, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. We like when we take the kids out trick or treating, <laughs> we have to go to a completely different area in Winkler, like the one of the richer areas, because that's where all the kids end up going. And like as we're going through town or through, I guess this one cul-de-sac or whatever you want to call it, it is full of kids. Nowhere else in town. That's where everybody goes. It's just, it's like, man, Halloween doesn't need to be this ghoulish, murder, satanic thing. That, like, I, I don't think I've ever talked about that. No, in fact, I haven't ever talked about it once on the radio. I'm always talking about the family aspect of it. My kids dressing up. We're going to Comic-Con this weekend on Sunday, which should be a bunch of fun. We're all, like, we're all dressing up me wife kids were all dressing up to go to comic-con and then so what what are the costumes so uh for me i'm going as anakin skywalker what if what if he beat obi-wan and so he doesn't lose his arms and he doesn't bake on the uh the side of mustafar um my daughter is going as his padawan ahsoka she has a costume and headpiece and like paint and everything um the wife is going steampunk i don't know if you guys know what steampunk is never it's like it's like it's like 19th century industrial style Uh, it's like it's kind of like rocker um and then jovi is going as lilo from lilo and stitch 
Max is going to be a firefighter, and Oakland is uh, a baby shark. I seen the I seen the fat, the kid picture there on yeah on Twitter. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna we're gonna go and have some fun with that. And, and then, what, about, what about Brad? What are your uh, kids? What do yeah. they got? Uh the oldest is hoping to be. Uh, Brad doesn't care. Oh, yeah, he just he, wants he, that candy. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Have you seen those costumes where it looks like someone's piggybacking someone else? It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so something like that. He's going to get uh, this costume that it has like an air pump and it inflates a little bit. And I don't it might be an alien thing or, or something. It's not the Donald Trump version, that's for sure. <laughs> you should be, uh, you should be Han Solo on a, on a uh, Tauntaun. Yeah. <laughs> there's one of those, have it. One exactly. of those costumes nice. yeah. where uh it looks like it's an adult carrying a child yeah yes and yeah. you're the and child. there's a viral video right now of like this guy playing a prank and he like runs up to a car at a stop sign in oh, that costume yeah, yeah. And, and the kid's like, freaking out panic. yeah i saw that Isn't <laughs> and the guy like, well it's <laughs> obviously he's in the costume right yeah so yeah, the guy gets out of the car and like goes to start beating up the kid because he thinks this is a real situation. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing nice. that. That's funny. What, so, yeah, what the, else are your kids? Uh, the middle guy is like a jester, Joker oh, okay. type type of thing, and the little guy is Batman. Bats. So, Batman. I know bats. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, I didn't think you heard that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> in so our area, it's a newish area. A whole bunch of houses, and like every every house gets well over hundred kids every year. Yeah, you got I a nice. Think little the area. way to go, the way to go about it is to go to a little bit older of an area, where all the kids are grown up and moved out, and you know the parents are still at home handing out candy. A lot of times, you get the full size chocolate bars, no and they might get 15, 25 kids every year. So you'll find yourself at the end of the night just. You I went up saying, here, 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 up you go. here you go just dump the bowl right into your bag <laughs> happens a lot yeah so i think that's the way now. to go yeah gaming um, out to have a you strategy. are in rural areas that may be kind of surrounded by farmers and farmland mm. and you have access to vehicles or you know parents that will take you out into the country for a little bit Go drive around and hit up a few of these farmhouses that would have their lights on, but might not be expecting trick or treaters to be showing up. Now, warning: <laughs> dogs. Be very aware of dogs. Yeah, right on the horn. But we did that. Is we did that because we had like a friend who was you know a couple miles away, so we'd go pick him up, and we would do like this little loop of farmhouses on the way back into town, about five or six of them. And when you go to those places that are expecting, it's like. Oh, kids are here. Awesome, right? Well, that's where you get like the six pack of pop, or you get like you're talking like full chocolate bars, the big bags of chips. Like, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll just okay. I didn't expect to check or cheese, but you came here. Like, I gotta go hit the pantry. Like, are you yeah. those little farm macaroni cakes are on? Yeah. Like, I said, you wear a dog, but <laughs> the loot is worth it. That's good. Nice. That is good, Mike. What are you doing? You just uh, staying inside the home. Yeah, I'll be watching football. I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Old man McCullough hates Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It's on Sunday, right? Grumpy yeah. old, yeah. grumpy old. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll be at my buddies down the road, same as usual. <laughs> Definitely. I'm so avoiding it as Is it going to be lights out then? <laughs> lights um, out so there's no kids? I don't know. I may, go, 
I may go home for the night game anyway. I think he went out lights out last year. He got greasy. <laughs> Mike at home is good because he lives in an apartment building, so he doesn't really yeah, have to worry about that. No chance. Yeah, I was say, yeah, and even in. when I've seen Mike, I don't know if I've ever seen the lights on in his apartment <laughs> anyway. <so. laughs> Let's pretend I'm not home anyway. Yeah. It's got like a little lamp going, and that's about it. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got, got to save those hydro dollars when you're retired <laughs> at your age, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I have other uh, expenses to worry about. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into some sports. Uh, just a quick thing on the CFL. Can we talk about the Bombers, Brad? Can we talk no, about them? No, no, let's let's pass. Oh my God! But they're off the rails. They are so much better than any other team in the it's, CFL. It's, it's not it's even ridiculous. Close. Have you ever seen a team this dominant? Like this far into yes. a season? Yeah. Okay, okay. Been, like, I uh, asked because I'm not a big I, CFL guy. I know in 1989, when the Riders won their great cup, mm-hmm. they beat a 16-2 and Edmonton Eskimos team. That was by far best oh, really? in the league. Were they yeah, resting so, up so, towards the end of the season? Kind of uh, deal? Here's a question I'm going to throw to no you guys clue, that like, pay attention to CFL because I don't. I just I hear a little bit of radio talk out here and that's it. The Bombers are head and heels above everybody else. Like, it's not even... Their plus minus really is crazy. Right. Yeah. Could you put the Bombers against the all-star team in the CFL right now, and what would the outcome be? Ooh, that's a good question. Brad, you probably know this more than anybody else here. If that, That's a silly question. There is no chance that... A single team in the CFL could compete against an all-star team if if it was like the all-star team was put together for the whole year. That's like yeah. putting the six, 16 and no, old no. Pats you, you against get the, one the Pro game. Bowl that's, team. That's what makes it seem. Yeah. That's like putting the 16 a, and old Pats against a Pro Bowl team. Okay. Like like the, the Bombers, yeah, the, they don't have the best player at every single position on their team. No, they that, are just such a, a well-balanced team. Like, for example, the Riders have... 17 players on the injured reserve mm-hmm. i think the bombers have six yeah so they've also lucked out they haven't been like andrew harris is out but his replacement is doing just fine yeah brady Oliveira's uh, well like lights out so uh, i i Winnipeg don't boy. i i don't even think that game would be like okay, so yeah sure if, you, pl- you gonna, played 100 times start. the bombers might win so 10. Here's my scenario bombers yeah. versus a all-star CFL team that is just put together to play as an all-star team. What is your final score? I don't know. Uh, that's I know I'm just many un- unknowns. I, with, I don't with think this is far-fetched as, as you think. Oh, 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 no, no, I know. It depends what the context. If, if it's just a team assembled for one game and just thrown out there, yeah, Bombers have a real the, chance to win. It, it, no, it probably would be the Bombers because – Who's gonna, learn a, who's gonna learn a playbook? Yeah, in a exactly. in a matter of uh, one day, and know the signs from the sidelines, and yeah. know the coaches, and the players know each other. That's a good point. But but, but that's that may be where you maybe or maybe you give them a little freedom. You can put the team together from the rest of the CFL. So you may take an offensive line from this team, and you may take the quarterback and his receivers from this piece of team together. Maybe yeah. not necessarily an all-star yeah. team, but. But that's that's the thing with offensive playbooks. Like you have one set of playbook, like yeah, the, yeah. the the coordinator's playbook, and then all the players have to learn that. 
Yeah. So if you had the all-star team learn the playbook from the get-go, that team would smoke the bombers, no doubt. But in a scenario where a team's formed in a, you know, immediately before uh, this exhibition game, yeah, the bombers probably actually might win. Yeah, it's not like baseball. The, the team well. cohesiveness. Right. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, where would sure be easily point. easily the all star. I think uh, yeah. at one point in the season we were like the bombers were sitting something just outrageous where they were like a plus what was that a hundred and twenty or something like that. Like right now, taking a look, they're ten and one. They lost what their second game of the season. They yeah. were one and zero, and then they they've railed off eight straight wins. They haven't lost at home. They're plus one hundred and seventy eight. The next best team is plus 43. <laughs> like, that's well, insane. But that's the thing. That's why you play the games. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It, it's anything, anything can happen. They, well, they've lost at, once this year to Toronto, I think it was. Yeah. This is the first year, too, the Bombers have won the West since, like, the 70s or something like that, which is insane. I think the year was 74. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it goes I, I thought that was outrageous. They played the east, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the east. Yeah, but uh, oof, wow, it's just incredible the season they're having. Uh, moving on. Apparently, Major League Baseball. Oh, say, oh, uh, apparently, the Bombers are even money right now. If you want to place a bet for them to win the Grey Cup, really? Which is which is crazy. Yeah, like you even, think it's odds even on. Right bef- like yeah, you think you get some sort of odds, but it's even money right now. That's how. Far and away, they are the best team, but yeah, anything can change. Yeah, absolutely. Injury to Zach Caleros would be disastrous for that club. They're basically in the gambling world. They're basically they're good to add on to your parlay bet. Basically, yeah. Not worth trying to make money off of any other way, really. No, yeah, it's it's not worth the risk. No. That bet may, it off, yeah. may have had to been made at the beginning of the season before the season started. Um, Major League Baseball World Series is on right now. What is it? Five nothing for the Braves. Top of the yeah, fourth. Um, here's some interesting things that I found that I thought was kind of uh, fun. Despite Major League Baseball playing just a shit ton of games in a season. Uh, the Astros and the Braves actually haven't met this year and haven't played since 2017. Um, funny enough, that uh, is the year that the Astros were balls deep into cheating. So, or I guess being caught cheating. We should caught cheating, right? right? Um, the Braves are just the fourth team ever to reach the World Series after having a losing record at the All Star break, and they're their first team <laughs> since the '91 Braves. To achieve that feat, I didn't know that. That's, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so hockey always has like we always hear about. All... <laughs> Holy moly! Go ahead. I'm gonna have to just timestamp myself here. There is somebody in the Atlanta bullpen. Yes, you all know what the uh, eggplant uh, emoji stands for, right? Yes. This guy's got his bat on the back of the bull on the back of the bench, and it's done up like the eggplant emoji. <laughs> <Are you serious? laughs> yeah, oh, I see it. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, in hockey, you we've had some back-to-back champions over the last few years. 
players that have uh, won with one team one year, went to another team and won with another team. Uh, baseball, super rare for that to happen. Jock Peterson is on the Braves this year, uh, won the World Series last year with the Dodgers. And if he wins this year with the Braves, it would be the ninth player in history to have won back-to-back seasons with two different teams. Zobrist was the last to do it back in 2015 with Kansas City and then with the Cubbies in 2016, which is kind of an interesting stat. So tough uh, to do in baseball, like just well, even with the same team to repeat. Like I agree. To do two other two different, you almost have maybe have a better chance of pulling that off with two separate teams in the same team, considering how tough it is to repeat. Like as crazy as that may sound, if you can bounce yourself from contender to contender, which is crazy, win that lottery. But yeah, yeah teams don't repeat too very often in baseball. And it's yeah, uh, though I would say it's easier. To, well, no. No, it'll be easier mind. to stay with the team and try to do it and pick that lottery ticket, but just because of the money situation in yeah. baseball, especially with the big rich teams. Um, Alvarez of the Astros had seven hits over the final two games of the ALCS last week. Thank goodness, because the Bo Sox, we all hate them, I think, for the most part. Uh, the Sox had five in those two games, making him the first player ever in Major League Baseball postseason history to out-hit the entire opposing team over the final two games of any series, <laughs> which is bonkers. Wow. And then impressive. final little stat I have, Braves manager Brian Snitker is uh, guaranteed to be talking about a World Series trophy after the season officially ends. Even if the Braves don't win, he'll have to put up with the shit talk from his son, Troy Snitker, who is a hitting coach for the Astros. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. So U.S. Thanksgiving will be a whole lot of fun in that family. Here's, here's a little more history. Mm. This this kid is uh, out of tonight's game already. Uh, oh, is he? Atlanta scoring runs in the first three innings. They become the first team in World Series history to do that feat. Wow. No team has ever scored runs in the first three innings of, the, of game one of the World Series. Really? Just crazy. You think like in this, you know, how many World Series deep are we that somebody would have yeah. done that at some point, right? Like it's not that crazy to score runs in three consecutive innings at any point. So I thought that was kind of That's an unreal and, stat, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Who keeps track of that stuff? Major League oh, Baseball. <laughs> it's baseball. There's a stat for everything. Yeah, exactly. So who do we we're, – we're almost halfway through this game one. Braves are up 5 nothing. Who do we have winning the World Series? Brad, who you got? Uh, I'll stick with my initial guess. I thought it was going to be Houston. Okay. Kev, who do you have? I, I got Houston cheating their way to another championship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mikey, who do you have? I'm gonna go with the team that's up five nothing. Are you just are you just being a dink? <laughs> yeah, taking the cheating. taking the advantage right off the bat. Yeah, man. definitely Retire. taking that edge. Retirement makes you lazy, Mike. I have the Astros winning as well. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not gonna pull a Mikey. So yeah. Mike could win big here at the end of this. Yeah, the Braves take it. Which I is- think this is a. I think it's a fairly close cool series. Like I think these teams are. Fairly evenly matched up, almost in all aspects of their of their rotation or their who cheats more? in order. It might come down to who, yeah, who's got the better cheating tactics that can win the series. <laughs> that's, um, that's awesome. I kind of expect this to be one of these series where it's going to be like 
more like heavyweight boxing where game to game teams are taking big shots back and forth at each other as opposed to a lot of close games. Yeah, I don't think like I agree with that because, OK, so the Braves are up five nothing. That could be the end of this game. And like you had said, don't don't discount Houston. They could pile up a bunch of runs quick, but I think they're going to preserve their bullpen and not waste it by trying to come back in a game where they're down that much and just try to come back and and make a better effort in game two. That's how I kind of see it happening. And and vice versa. Like Houston I, I think, won't give up. Houston won't give up in this game. Like they're no, but I don't think they're, they're gonna have to get right now. If like they hold if they're holding them to five and they, you know they'll be going to their bullpen. If it gets to seven, eight, nine, then yeah, you yeah, you start but Houston has like they have the capability of putting four and fives on the board, no problem. Yep. So no, this you're game right. ain't over yet. Uh, one and, thing base one sorry, Damon. One no, thing base. One thing baseball's got to do, well, everyone knows it, is rain in the time it takes. Where yeah. where it's nine o'clock central, it is the top of the fourth inning in the baseball game. It's a two-hour game, game already, started, and the game started at seven ten. Almost, yeah, it's so getting close to two hours already, <laughs> and we're in the top of the fourth. <laughs> That's the World Series, Mike. Just just soak what? it all in and enjoy. You're there, right. There's a, what are there's you a mound. You were there's a mound versus. There's a mound visit in the first inning. That <laughs> is ridiculous. Not needed. Okay. Come on. That's fair. <laughs> don't you yeah, talk about that the stuff? Thing I, the... the thing I'll argue on that is I don't, I don't think you can change much in-game to shorten it. No, I don't like, think so Like, I think either. the advertisers could be a little less greedy and shorten the commercial breaks in between innings. Like That'll know, like never happen. But that's, I mean, but that's a big reason why you get yeah. the four-and-a-half-hour games in the, in the finals because – advertising times double in between yep. innings as compared to before where and i mean you can't blame the teams for wanting to you know make sure everything's right on the field and taking their mound visits and stuff like that this is the world series but I think anybody like, first first sitting mound visit isn't probably necessary at all <laughs> yeah it's, i love that it does anybody <laughs> complain about the super bowl as far as a game that takes forever because that game is outrageous that's like a five-hour Extravagant, uh, but it's more of a spectacle. Like, sure, it yeah. is. Sure, it is. And You're right. And, and it's, it's a one thing is you've got football. the commercials in between to keep you entertained, so it doesn't yeah. feel like a five-hour marathon. Yeah, it's it's hard to have World Series parties for every game that last four and a half hours long, five hours long, as opposed to the Super Bowl, which is just one game, and you can the get together is, on a Sunday. Football hasn't struggled with the length of their games being an no, issue. No, Baseball has. Yeah. And a lot of people don't watch baseball because of it's perceived as a Rolling. very boring sport. Yep. And well, it's a very valid I, point. I think I... If, if baseball can tidy up their games to speed up the amount of time in between plays. How do you do I, it, though? I, th- I think, uh, who knows? I, I don't know. They've experimented with the shock, like the pitch clocks and the yeah, I mean, I do think I, the I do I do think the one change they made that I like is relievers have to face three batters like that. That does help speed the games up where you oh, don't yeah. have that yeah. constant like every batter we're playing the matchup and going to our bullpen four times in anything like that. Just it's like the last three minutes of a basketball me, but... game. How long it takes? Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's all you can do is the time in between pitches and. I don't know because the batters have their routines and they step out every time. 
And that just takes a ton of time. Yeah, it does. I think, I think football is, I'm on the list of that takes way too long too. Like I hate watching a single football game. Yeah, but that's because you bet, you bet too much. No, no, I don't bet at all. By the night games, all I do is have maybe my my league fantasy involved. But like it it goes by, it goes by so slow. Like yeah, it does. Murder for for sixty minutes. For sixty minutes of game clock, isn't there something like twelve minutes of actual playtime? Yeah, yeah, it's short. I I just put my phone away and start watching like halfway through or like an hour into the Mm -hmm. game, and then it's great. It's not an issue issue on Sunday afternoon when there's a billion games. Yeah, you can flip back and forth. Yeah. Uh, Quick basketball. The NBA announced the rest of their 75 players for 75th anniversary. I don't think we really care going through the list, eh? Of course, Michael Jordan. I just went through and identified how many players I've never heard of. Okay, so out of 75, how, how many How many do you know? Wait, wait, Mike, how many? Nor, Mike, well, how many? It'd, be, it'd be the opposite of how many I don't know. Okay, yeah, how, many, how, many, five, how many of the 75 doesn't Brad know, Mike? Yeah, you guys <laughs> asked how many. Here's you guys Mike's guess. trivia question for today. Here's the modern things. Uh, out of... Finish that hit. So out of the I 75 say, greatest players for best. Yeah. Yeah. I would say uh, forty-two. Well, it's more. It's gonna, way more. Gonna, way more. Way I was going to give him credit and say thirty-one, but the way he reacted, I think this is going to be ridiculous. I'll tell you. Okay, I'm going to that go I've list. never heard of. I'm going to yeah. go through the list and I'm going to tell you who Brad doesn't know. No, don't go through the entire. No, no, I'm just going to name players. the players that he doesn't. How can know. how can it be more than fifty? Like forty-two okay. can't be that. That's too many names. How many names, Brad? I'll, I'll name the players that he does know. Kareem, Ray Allen, uh, Antetokounmpo, Carmelo, Charles Barkley, Larry Bird, Kobe, Wilt, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Clyde. Dr- Ooh, no. Do you know who Clyde Drexler is? Big time, Portland. Okay, okay, good. Do you know who Anthony Davis? Uh, boy, Brad. Yeah. Um, Patrick Ewing, Kevin Garnett, James Harden. I think you've heard of Havlicek before. Iverson, no, no, or, yeah, he's a white guy from yeah, like yes, the nineties. Avlitek's probably a guy you would know but might not know. Yeah, yeah. if you put a picture in front, you would never know yeah. who it is. Iverson, LeBron, Magic, Jordan, Jason Kidd, Kawhi, uh, Lillard, Carl Malone. Ooh, do you know? No, you don't know Maravich. Kevin McHale. Yeah, was he like Boston? Uh, Utah. More famous for Utah. Uh, Kevin McHale, maybe? Yeah. Reggie, Steve Nash, Dirk, Gheem, Shaq, Chris Paul, Paul Pierce, Pippen, Oscar Robertson, David Robinson, Rodman, Bill Russell, Stockton. You've given him way too many names already. No, he knows these guys. He knows these guys, for sure. Isaiah. Dwayne Wade, Bill Walton, Russell Westbrook. Ooh, Dominique was for Len- sure. Was Lenny Wilkins on Atlanta as well? Yes, UK. You know who Lenny? Yeah. I was going to ask if you do know Lenny, but I would have tied yeah. it to him as coach of the Raptors and oh, James okay. Worthy. I think you don't yeah. know anybody else on that list. It was 24 that I don't know. 
Ooh. Well, play for you. Oh. Yeah. So like, okay, I some, might not be a big basketball fan, but I at least you know big know names. some stuff. Yeah, yes. like this is the top seventy-five <laughs> players of all. Time. To say that I've never, I I don't know who the top or forty-two of the top seventy-five are is. Well, <laughs> how far how far off was I? What was it? I was You're about twenty-four. 24. Yeah, I said thirty-one, but I was basing that off of like. It must have been ranked because that bottom twenty-five. You didn't know, like, you, what was it? You knew nine, like less than half nine. of it, or nine? Was it? It was yeah. nine. So <laughs> I wasn't too. It's off. not by that by that logic. I would have been twenty-seven. So 27, I did better I on the other one. So. Yeah, fifty. Yeah. But Mike, I yeah. Jesus, you owe him an apology, Mike. Sorry for questioning your basketball, your basketball yeah. acumen. Okay, don't do I it again. One thing I will, I'll ask of you guys is I want you to go and check out on YouTube at some point. You don't have to do it right now. Go check out Reggie Miller's uh, when he finds out. It's actually awesome because he doesn't know until he's on uh, inside the NBA. And um, I forget who tells him. Um, might be. No, is it Kenny? No, it, it, one of the one of the three. What? Why would he be emotional about being named to that list? It wasn't. Like, it, no, 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 no. No, it wasn't that he was emotional. He was just. He was like, "Oh, really? I got named to it." Well, like, it's even worse. His, like, his reaction was he's awesome. Reggie freaking Miller. He's one of Dude, the greatest shooters of all time. He should sure. be like. He should know that he's probably in the top twenty-five list, not top. I'm sure he's just list. a humble person too. I think he was. He had said that like he he would put his resume up against anybody, but. He he like if he wasn't on the list, he would be like, I wouldn't be choked by it. I wouldn't feel like it was a snub. This is 75 best oh, yeah, players of that. all time. Like who voted who voted on this list? Uh there's a committee. There's journalist. a journalist. I don't know if it is journalist. I think it's people within the NBA. So here's, okay. a, here's a question for you. Like who were employed by yeah, okay, go ahead. Reggie Miller. How many yes. championships did he have? Zero. Any? No, zero. 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 If he didn't run into the Jordan train, how many? Two. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. They were on pace for one the when uh the Lakers. fight happened at yeah. the uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that they, was during my like, heavy yeah. period of watching ball ball too with my buddy that we watched of, Bulls religiously. And that just that rivalry, I love that. That pace's bull rivalry was great. Reggie Miller is one of the most clutch basketball players of all time. Like his ability, and it's not even him being so fantastic at the end of a game, but his ability to will his team to play better defense and to just score against any circumstance is incredible. Him being on this list, absolutely for sure. I would take him over numerous players that made this list. I think Russell, Russell Westbrook being on the list is a joke. Like... He's just a stack guy. That's all he is. Like his triple doubles, he leads he leads the league all time in triple doubles. He literally just stuffed his stats to get triple doubles. Like he never there was not any team that Russell Westbrook has ever been on. Have I gone that team's a contender? But that's just, like Reggie putting him on a team makes them an instant contender. Like he is such a good player, but pretty awesome list. I love it. Ray Allen being on it is actually kind of surprising. <laughs> But he is the greatest shooter of all time as of right now until later on in the season when Steph takes it over. Officially. Yeah, I would I would have expected Ray Allen. Yeah. He's a good player. Jason Kidd. 
I like that. Steve Nash, Chris Paul, lots of guards on it, which I, I like. Um, NFL. So this past weekend, big weekend for Tom Brady. Ooh. How do you like this story of his 600 touchdown ball? <laughs> so to put it into context, Brady throws to Evans for his 600th touchdown in his career. He's the first player and only player ever to reach that mark. Like I just say with Brady, it's like he's getting better with his age. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like he's got the Tampa Bay and it's almost like he's like Tampa Bay's like a reverse time machine for him. It's like every game he looks like he's getting younger and better yeah. now all of a sudden. I don't get it. It's uh, He is on pace I, I for throwing it, over like, 6,000 yards. That's insane. I, mean, I, I do get in the aspect of <clears throat> he may be as well protected as any oh, quarterback yes. has been protected in the past 10 years in the NFL right now with what he's Easily. got going on in Tampa. But so, but isn't that but, what you do as an organization? Absolutely. Hey, that's what you Chicago, do. pay attention. Not saying that Justin Fields is Tom Brady, but protect a quarterback, build an O-line. Jesus. Um, so here's here's the funny thing. Evans ended up throwing the ball into the stands, <laughs> which is amazing. If you've seen that video, you should look at Evans finding out that he threw the ball into the crowd. And he goes, oh, my God, I threw it in the crowd. I threw it in the crowd. <laughs> and he's all shocked. Brady goes to the uh, – I guess he ends up finding out who the guy is, and he goes to him to try to get the ball back. Um, this is what he gave to the guy. Two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady, uh, a signed Evans jersey, and his game cleats. He gets a thousand bucks credit at the Bucks team store. Um, and two season passes for the remainder of this season as well as next season. And which are which are the seats that he was in. Yeah. That was good. So they're which is expensive cool. seats. They're yeah. not like here's balcony seats, like they're good, they're right expensive. Those are those are cash the yeah. value of Brady. Big high. time, big time. And Brady gave him a uh, a Bitcoin, which but, is worth seventy-seven thousand until afterwards. No, it wasn't. You're right. He, he had initially agreed to just everything but the Bitcoin. He had oh, okay, it. okay. So yeah. Brady just threw that in extra. Yeah, seventy-seven thousand dollars over seventy-seven thousand dollars Canadian for that Bitcoin, which is kind of incredible. Now, do you think that's a good deal for for this guy? I'm yes interested no. to see everybody's opinion on this. Um, Depends how long he holds the Bitcoin. Well, I, I think, <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, you guys, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of Bitcoin, but I do kind of understand how you gain one and what one's like it's you know its value. So, would you sell or would you instantly cash out on your one Bitcoin? Mm, well, you that. don't you don't have to sell it, the entire thing. You can sell, you can sell a percentage of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if someone gives you a dollar. You could sell you could a sell. penny to someone. Yeah. So what would you guys do? You guys understand this more than I do, clearly. Would you sell some? All I got to admit, I don't. I, I don't understand cryptocurrency uh, at all. I, I I just sold all mine last week because... Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, it was at its all. Yeah, I actually managed to sell it when it was at all, all, its all-time high, and it's dipped a bit down since. I'm going to wait for it to dip down more and buy a bunch more. But I... I think I came into that whole investing thing with one advantage that a lot of traditional investors hate cryptocurrency and it makes no sense in a lot of ways. But if you look at the returns of Bitcoin from its start till now, it's it, astronomical. 
Yes. I know a <laughs> like few people who've every been very, year. very well off with it. Yeah. 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 So I would, I would probably, I mean, depends how much money you have, but yeah, I would keep, definitely keep some percentage of it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So Brad, well, is this, is this a worthy deal for, for this fan? Knowing what you know I, as a sports fan. Well, he's leaving the game more than what he had coming in. Right. I don't know. I, I know a lot of people would just give it back for nothing. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't. No, I, would, people, I wouldn't. Those, I know. I, those people are crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, but I know you said, like, how much is it worth on the open well, market? They, well, okay, hold on. Ken Golden of Golden Auction says the ball is easily worth 500000 Really? Just standalone, yes. And says it's probably more close to worth a million dollars. So this is he's, really? basing, he's basing this off of historic uh, home run balls in baseball that have sold for crazy amounts of money. Remember, this is the huh? only football, like, like a, yeah. a take like, um, a Sammy Sosa 60 home run or uh Barry Bond 73 home run. Right. Right. Like the, the amount of money that people have paid for that kind of thing is outrageous. A fucking Wayne Gretzky card over a million dollars. You're telling me that the only player in NFL history who has thrown for 600 touchdowns, that ball isn't going to be worth a butt ton of money. So here's a question. People uh, are stupid. They'll spend anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Brady is he the leader for touchdown passes in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So wouldn't ball six hundred one be more worth more than six hundred? No, because it's a, no, yeah. no. The only reason why is because it's an even. No, no, I get right? it. Like yeah. I get it. But, but yes, you're but right. Really. You're right. Essentially, you're right. Until when he, he retires, his... that ball will be worth the the ball that he last threw. The, the, the last one is his his next valuable ball will neither be seven hundred or the ball he throws his last touchdown with yeah, yeah. so if it's six you know, if it's yes yeah, yeah. whatever i just but think that's crazy i think, I the, guy yeah. was, I think the guy was absolutely batshit crazy for just handing the ball back hold on just saying give me merch yeah, yeah like, i agree like that was absolutely that that's not here's the thing according to prepared reports, for that situation i know but according to reports he did say that he knew when he was giving that ball back it was a bad deal for him but he did it because he respects Tom Brady. Tom Brady will be just fine. I respect Tom Brady all as much as anyone in the NFL. Yeah, there's no way I'd give that but ball back. No I way. got a mortgage at home. <laughs> yeah, I got I you know, paid off. Your I football just paid my golf clubs. And uh, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady can pay my mortgage, buy me the nicest set of clubs in the world, probably pay my membership at my club for the next 10 years for me. And he wouldn't even notice that he did it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want yeah. some monetary value for that ball, please. And thank you. So yeah. how did he get it? Did the receiver hand the ball? Th- was it- Evans threw <laughs> it in the crowd and he got it. No, just, yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, Evans- was it known going into that play that Brady was at 599? Yeah, if but you I don't think Evans He went into the game too back. Yeah. So okay. everyone, you, if you were if you're a fan of the Bucks, you would have known that. You're probably going to see that. If you're just a casual fan, you may not have. But if you're up front, front row seats, you probably have. You're 
probably more of a hardcore than you are casual yes. in, the, in there. So this guy knew I would that gather ball was this 600. guy knew that ball was special. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Evans didn't though. That's the funny thing. Like Evans just was like, ah, yeah, we touched down. Here's the ball. Well, I can see an Evans. I can see Evans <laughs> yep. forgetting about it. He would know about it at the beginning of the day, beforehand that he was chasing this number. But then you get into the game and you're he Evans ain't thinking about that. I agree. He's thinking, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious either way. Uh quick little so hit. Brady, oh, go so ahead. Brady basically covered the guy's ass because he was getting hit pretty hard on social media for taking such a shit deal. And then Brady threw in the crit of the Bitcoin there to kind of even it Sweet up. Like, I think, I it's, think not, when he gets, it's not even out by any means. I think when it comes down to with that Bitcoin in there, he he did he did all right on the ball. Like oh for sure. Like the, eh. guy, the guy from Goldman Sachs can say that ball is worth a half million dollars all he wants to, but the bottom line is is that guy still has to get that ball out of the stadium, which I'm not sure that the Bucks <laughs> would have allowed to happen in the first place. Like if he would have just put, you know, okay, I'm out of here, I know what I have. They well, that's funny secu- that you say Security that. probably would have stopped him and said, no, uh, Tampa, the Buccaneers want to talk to you first before you leave here. Yeah. I, it's funny that you say that because I did read a tweet where somebody was talking about what they would have done. They said as soon as they got that ball, they would have turned out and left the stadium immediately. <laughs> if you would have known. No with, a, with all the yeah. confusion, just get yeah. out, run for your life. <laughs> it's funny. Either way, that guy's he's he's a lot. Richer, he's maybe lot, not the right word. He's a lot more well off today than he's he was. a lot better off today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick little hit on some uh, hockey for women. Premier Hockey Federation officially rebrands from the National Women's Hockey League, which is exciting because hopefully that means this league will be the one where we're going to get more teams. Because right now there's only six, uh, and we want that secure league for women to excel at. And I think the NHL needs to really get on board with this. We've talked about that in the past. Those teams, Boston Pride, the Buffalo Buttes, who are out of Amherst, New York, Connecticut Whale, which is absolutely amazing, out of the Danbury, Connecticut, Metropolitan Riveters from Jersey, and the Minnesota Whitecaps in St. Paul, and, of course, the Toronto Six. Unbelievably, I don't know if you guys knew this, this league, which was established in 2015, is the first league to pay its female players. (laughs) What did they? Wow. What did the other ones yeah. get a stipends of? Like get, a minor I, league stipends? I'm not quite sure, but officially, it's this not, is the it's first not totally league. shocking to me. 2015, though, like that seems bonkers. And the crazy thing is, it, it, like their their money that they took, like it when we say pay, like ten thousand a year. Like it was no way that they were living off of their their living. It'll, they'll, they'll Which is just insane. Um, now they need to expand six teams is just silly. Uh, but I guess the NHL started at six teams, right? Different, different, different. You don't want to rush. You don't want to rush something. No, like you got to take your time. You got to take your time. I agree. And make it a 16 team league goals. Then yep, I, I, think agree. That, I think you're better off having six teams with all the best talent playing there and but showing that's the off the, the, the game right now. And then just, you know, give it five years. And then I agree, but that's the thing. All the best talent isn't playing in this league. There is a ton well, then, of phenomenal talent, Canada, well, US, then they go out, overseas. Then they go out and get the best talent. They want it, It's the only way it's going to work. Uh, yeah, the thing is if you get all the see, best but that's talent where, there to showcase their game. If you're, just showing I agree. The, if you're just showing the average hockey fan, the average female professional player, it's going to be a really tough sell. 
I agree with that. I think what that's where the NHL needs to come in to sponsor and to, to, to be able to throw some money at the league for them to be able to go out and reach that talent. Because if players are making, let's say 2015, it was 10,000 and less. If players are making less than 20,000, those top talent aren't going to come here. Why would they? For what, like, for what reason? Because it's the same. I, I like, obviously the showcase your talent, build this league, but but why does a woman do that if we're, if she's getting paid somewhere else to play? And I agree. That's that's why it's stable that she's in, right? Like, no, I agree, and that's why the, I think the NHL needs to get behind this and and throw that support like the NBA did with the WNBA. Because I'm telling you, watching that at WNBA finals, it was awesome, and the crowd was hyped for it, and it was great basketball too. But everything I read about this game, and I'm not trying to pull down the women's game here in sure. any means. Everything I understand about this situation that you're presenting, the NHL does pay attention to what the NBA has done for the WNBA. Yeah. And they do see the fact that it is a you're getting it's no a loss. return on your you're getting no re- yeah you're you're taking a loss. You're not getting but any so I, I understand does that, the but- NHL have the pocketbooks where they want to start investing in that sort of way. That's sure the... absolutely they do. Do you know how much money those owners are making? You're telling me that they can't th- like if you want to build your brand, you want to talk about being a to... world brand. Like this but is what the does... NBA is doing. They're taking a but, loss to build the brand of basketball. NH... But why does an NHL owner care about women's hockey? That's the hurdle yeah. they have to get past in, yeah, in your right. scenario. It's, right. it's sad and true, but no, I agree. You're right. That's a great point. Owners, I think they tend to like their bottom line in their vacation homes, wherever they have them in having deep pockets, not handing money out. And that's just the situation I've seen presented mm-hmm. in, in front of them. And where's their incentive is what Brad, I wonder. Brad, what I, think? I think it's not so much on every team individually. I think it's on the league to grow the sport. Yes and create more fans. I completely agree about the owners. Uh, billionaires are wired differently and they could not give a shit about anyone else aside from their bottom line. That's how they became billionaires, you know, stepping on people to get to the top. And I know I, I do agree with Damon in that I think the NHL should invest a little bit into the game. And I think that would translate into more exposure for the NHL. Mikey what type of an investment do you think they need sorry to cut off there not a lot like a 20 million dollar investment could really help get that league off the ground honestly I would have huge money yeah, I would have said 10 yeah. million a year 10 well there's six teams right <clears throat> an influx of let's say let's say <clears throat> let's say it's 2 million per team that's a huge amount of money for the amount of players that you have there, right? Like, and 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 maybe that investment is for players. How many games do they play? It's not much. This year was a a blip because of everything that went on with pandemic. I think they their season was like a shortened little round robin, and then the the finals kind of thing. Um, and the finals I think was only a best of three, but in a that's a good question. I haven't. It's, it's got to be a short, a shortened season yeah. anyway. Something as small as five million dollars 
would make such a huge difference for that league. And, you know, that would allow them to have, have, you know, kids go to their games for free. Yeah. But like, it would be more so young girls going. And I think that's how I view the crowd as being, but that would just, that would just grow the, the game of hockey altogether. That investment's nothing for a bunch of 31 NHL owners. No, not at all. 32, 32. Oh yeah. Is there 32? Oh, yeah. Seattle, yeah. Seattle, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I absolutely agreed. Uh, yeah, like 20 million would be – yeah, Brad, you're absolutely right. That would be a huge yeah. amount of money for that league. And I yeah. think then you are drawing in top players, Natalie Spooner from Canada, like the best female players overseas down south. Like, And then you're showcasing that talent because the women's game, it's a, it's a fun game to watch. And – it is this might ruffle some male feathers but i don't give a shit it's a streamlined like quality game whereas the nhl is a lot of trap and coaching the the women's game not so much like it's a, it's a it is a skilled game and it's fun to watch and especially like, we get to see the best of the best when they're playing in olympics and stuff like that but it, it's easy to build that brand with six teams and a complete and utter like women like hockey. We like, they just do. So having a league for them to follow and for little girls growing up playing hockey and having them have superstars that they can look forward to and look up to it's immense. And it would, it would drive the game in a different direction than it's ever had before. Uh, Moving on to the NHL. Seattle scored one minute into the game against Montreal. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, no. Mike Hoffman has tied it since. But anyway, um, saw a little interesting stat. The NHL semifinalists from last year, uh, they've all struggled to start the season. The Islanders are the best team, 3-2-1. and one, um, But they've had to pick it up over the last couple of games. Tampa is 2-3-1, and one, and they've lost three straight and actually haven't won at home yet, which is nuts. Uh, Vegas is one and four. They've only scored 10 goals. Montreal one and five, uh, and have only scored 10 goals with six of them coming against Detroit in their last game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then you have Toronto who everybody uh, in the Toronto media was dubbing as the Stanley cup champions for this year. Matthews, Marner and Tavares five points between all three players in 18 games. Combined, combined. Wow. So that's that's a lot of money for players that aren't performing. <laughs> oh, and like Matthews, a, Matthews like and Martin have one. David party. went from David throws the shot at the Leafs. In oh right yeah, big time. Talking yeah. about the Habs, just, uh, <laughs> just to make himself feel a little better there. Hey, you know what? Montreal is missing <laughs> Shea Weber and Carey Price, so I can I can live with a one in five star. I'll keep <laughs> I'll keep telling myself that. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to you next week when you're one in eight and see how you do. <laughs> <laughs> not not well. Um, interesting stat: Montreal is the first team in hockey, well, NHL history, I guess, to have played 38 different franchises, defunct or current. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Uh, with tonight's game against Seattle. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to get into it, Kev. I'm sorry, buddy. Well, this hey, I got a couple, about. It, be, before we okay. get into that, I have a couple of anomalies for the year to start off. Yes. Uh, 
my flames are actually doing pretty good here. Wow. Four four wins in a row on the road. Uh they have two players sniper tied with Ovechkin for the league leading goals. Uh Lindholm and Mangiapani. Mangiapani. Uh I mm. noticed Vegas is like keeping the the basement of the Pacific nice and warm there. That's yes, they're pretty beautiful. Very surprising. Right yeah, they got some injury uh, problems. I've seen uh, Patch Ready just ending up on long time IR now too. So that's that's a team that hurt, is going so. to deal with a lot of salary cap issues coming yeah, up in the next couple of years. Very surprised to see where they are. Uh, another thing I noticed: every team in the Metro Division has a winning record. Yeah, I saw that too. All eight teams have a winning record, which is nutty. We all knew that was the best division in hockey, <laughs> but yep. they're just showing it earlier on here. You know, it's kind of nuts, actually. Yeah, um, that must that must play into the scheduling where there's not a lot of divisional play early on, right? Like they don't they yeah. kind of typically leave yes, divisional play in the second half outside more, of division more for heavy, sure. So yeah, they're beating up on because they got to. Some of those teams will have to start eating each other in the standings there eventually. Yeah. But yeah, that's my... <laughs> deep. Yeah, big time. My last observation here for uh, the early starts of the year, Chicago, 0-5-1. Well, yeah, so is, is, is uh, what we're about to talk about, releasing that story, have to do with their slow start? Deflect, no. Uh, no. That was no, I think they're too, deflecting anything there. It does not help. Two completely different dumpster fires going on at the <laughs> oh, exact same no. time in that franchise right now, I think, is what's going on there. So, um, yeah, like I think on ice, you have a team that is not well put together, not paying attention to anything their coach is trying to put forward to their team anymore. Like they are, they've given up on him and they will not play under this guy any longer i i mean i don't know if you guys seen the video of them from the weekend where Carlton calls a timeout and he goes to you know goes to the player huddle and he's got the whiteboard in his hand oh yeah he didn't he give it to the players and the player just took it out of his hand and the players drew up the play themselves oh talked about God. what they're gonna do and then just passed it back to him and went skated away like that's incredible. Wow. He is nothing more than a guy standing behind the bench, basically, at this time, at this he's, point. He's the undertaker. He's a dead man walking. So That's I think the only way the two relate is maybe on the fact that with all the off-ice drama going on, it may affect them not wanting to fire their coach. Ooh. Until everything is in place moving forward, so you may be stuck with Colton behind the bench for the first half of the season. Where if maybe this was a regular situation, maybe after ten games he may be on the way out. Do you, does it make a difference though to make a move like that in a season like this now, when especially? You yeah, the you find just because of what, your culture. You listen to what's going on with the crowds in Chicago yeah. right now. They're booing them they, every home game. They're the main chant in Chicago's fire Colton right now, like that, and that's like going on in every break. Yeah, they are screaming for his head. And when you have a fan base that's turned that far, you just you gotta fix the it. team has given up on this. You, you gotta fix that. You can't, 
even if you're just finding an interim piece to put in there just to appease the crowd and just uh, try to lighten the locker room up right now, you yeah. do it, I think. But uh, I think because of all the other stuff going on, it may be kind of hold like said, off. Yeah. Um, what are the odds that a Kane or a Taves gets traded this year? Anything's possible in Chicago right now. Oh, you would not have said that <laughs> two years ago. I, I say two years. Or at the start pandemic. of the year. Oh. Or even the start of this year. I was on our podcast last year, or at the beginning, yeah, last year. I was talking about what would be the possibilities of Patrick Kane being in Buffalo with Taylor Hall showing up there, yeah. remember? Yeah, that's I'm true. Not, I'm not opposed to the idea that Kane and Taze will always be Blackhawks. Keith, well, Duncan, think... Keith, Duncan Keith is wearing an Oilers jersey, and if he can wear orange and blue, anything yeah, else is possible. Chicago made moves in the offseason to take another run at it. Like bring well, in Flurry. That's a whole different uh, bringing in stupid Jones. story that never should have happened in the first <laughs> place. We can get into it another time. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's get into it then. Uh, the Blackhawks, obviously, the big story in the NHL. It is or it has absolutely blown up today. Uh, Stan Bowman is stepping down as investigations into sexual allegations intensify within the Blackhawks organization. There was the report that came out today. It is an absolute dumpster fire, like you said. And um, they, I guess the organization, Wirtz, uh, Rocky and his son, released uh, a video as well that uh, announced the resignation of Stan Bowman. Kevin Sheveldayoff was named in that report along with, uh, Joel Quinville and former president John McDonough as I guess the leadership group that knew about the allegations. This is huge because both Quinville and Shevel Dayoff have previously said we have there we nothing. We don't know anything about it. We didn't know anything. But this independent in, investigation that if you've seen the video, the Wurtzes go out of their way to mention that this was an independent law firm that came in and perform this investigation so that's kind of crazy lots well, to... the guy who did the investigation is a former high-ranking fbi member as well yeah. like it's, yeah. it's not a a nobody that mickey mouse his yeah. first kick at the can no no <laughs> um how big of a how how big is this for the nhl it's it's huge and they all like in all the wrong ways obviously it it depends on what happens moving forward. Yeah. It, we've seen stories like this where they become big deals for a week or two. And, yeah, well, you know, two weeks later, you're not talking about it. It's gone. It's been swept under the rug. And, well, maybe a year down the road when the anniversary of it comes around, we'll do a, you know, what's happened since story on it. But I don't know. There's a lot of different layers to solving a problem like this to go beyond just one story hitting the hitting the airways i realized this was 11 years ago but does coach q and shovel day do they got the same treatment as gruden you gotta it's, think so that's what i'm thinking there's a reason that gary like, bettman wants to meet with winnipeg with with uh with both yeah. and i've got something to say about this off. for sure here here's the thing though like you know, as awful as what Gruden said, like he said some pretty bad things, obviously. Yeah. But sweeping sexual misconduct under the rug, not doing anything about it, allowing it to possibly happen in the future again, 
Well, no, it, like did the was it, was it, it did happen. Was it, it did it happen. It did Okay. Immediately uh, after they won the Stanley well, two, Cup, reminds there was me of another State. incident. Well, yeah. No, but there's the there's the UND situation, which is yep. which yep. we know more about. We don't know much about the second person yep. in the Chicago one, so I don't want to get dive into that situation sure. because uh, that's fine. The report sticks to John Doe number one, so yep. Yep. we know that there is a second player, but we'll stick to what we know. The UND, uh, what happened there is when after the Blackhawks won the Cup that year, they released the coach from. Well, they they gave him the option to walk yeah. away. Yeah. Right. Which they, is yeah. terrible. But it is what it, that's it is what, what it is. But you're, yeah, you're right. Um, in which at that point he went back home and took a job for the University of North Dakota, and at that point, not with the University of North Dakota, but in a minor hockey situation, he was arrested for molesting a child. Yeah. So. That's where it becomes more of an issue. Well, not that the first allegations aren't an issue to me, but it gave him an opportunity this, to keep doing what do he was something doing. else yeah. instead. Whereas, of- if the Blackhawks, if the Blackhawks organization at that point would have done what they should have done, and yeah, he would have been, in, he would have been, in none, none of that would have happened. Another another person wouldn't have been scarred for life because of that. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, the team has been fined $2 million for inadequate procedures and mishandling of the 2020 or 2010 matter. Um, that is a joke. Yeah, that'll teach you. <laughs> well, considering that New Jersey was fined $3 million and dropped two draft picks for signing Kovalchuk early. Like, yeah. are you shitting me? And that was years ago. What did Arizona just do where they lost something, their first round pick? Something similar to that. My I guess, think it was my guess, not tampering with draft defense. picks. Yeah. So, yeah. Phoenix? Yeah. They were yeah. doing work. They were uh, working out uh, players before yeah. the draft. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> back to that. Other, Not that I want to stand up for the league here, but I wonder if that's one of those situations where, yes, the Blackhawks fine should probably be there's no precedent bigger than what, yeah, there's no precedent for what's going on with the Blackhawks. And there's probably some written rule about what the fines are for what the, the NHL is the absolute the devil's worst there, at fines. So, yeah, yeah so you're right. It's probably something dumb like that. I'm not trying I love, to defend the league, but that's probably the reason why those numbers are lopsided. My favorite thing ever in the NHL is a $5,000 max fine for <laughs> some sort of egregious uh, yeah, happening on the yeah. ice. And I guess maybe if you, if you find the Blackhawks $10 million, maybe they fight it, and then you're in that hole yeah. yep. going into arbitration over a, over a you know, million-dollar fine, and that's no good for anyone. So, um. The Blackhawks are completely overhauling their hockey ops and everyone that was associated with that 2010 team will not be with the franchise moving forward. That is, I don't want to say that's the right step or the positive step in the right direction, but it is right. Like accountability. Here's something interesting. So that's, that, that's, that, that's pretty broad. Like that is, Hockey ops. Hockey that ops. is going beyond probably what you would think are. There are probably people who will lose their job who didn't know anything about it. From what I understand, that. yes. From what I understand, yeah. it's it's dependent upon the investigation. Okay, so like say, but, but they're just trying. They're they're 
culture they're wiping change. the slate clean. Yep. Yeah, it's a yes. full culture change, and whether we, we know whether you knew or not, it's just we're we're starting fresh. And I think that's so okay now to this do. goes back to what Brad was hinting or talking about earlier with me. Kane, Taves, those guys. There's, there's got to be accountability for players because they knew, and there was some well, some issues those, too. There was issues in the following year where players on the team were telling heckling, you shut up, John Doe, do asking yeah. him, "Well, how's life now that your boyfriend's not here?" Like, yeah, those, that's you know, disgusting. That type of talk, right? So, yeah. if wow. this kind of thing. Hockey culture, man. Yeah. Do they have to be? Do you want them on your organization? Do you move forward from them as well? That's. Well, I think, and this this will sound wrong, but I think Jonathan Taves is in the best position moving forward because he could retire, right? Like he's he's in a position. So good, Kane. Yeah, but Kane still has some years left, right? Like quality, very good quality, and I guess Taves does too. But I think Kane. Neither one of them. They have the money. They don't need. They've no, won everything right. they're ever going to need to win. They've not proven what they need to prove. They've got the bank. So if what they about, wanted to step away, they could. Yeah, um, I think it depends on who knew, and I think teams moving forward, you got to look at that and go. This is a culture. This is something that we don't want to have associated with our teams. That's that'll be interesting to see because see I don't above think all others you don't think so no I I think it should. I'm glad that it's been I'm glad that it has been brought forward but I don't think that you'll see Chicago get rid of those players that are still there because of that situation no interesting um, I read that. Donald Fair, the NHLPA uh, executive, knew about this in 2010, which is insane because he's the head of the NHLPA and their entire premise is to protect the players. Um, if Donald Fair knew about this, how does Gary Bettman and John Daly not know about this? If that allegation has to be true. If Donald Fair knows, Gary Bettman knows. Yeah, I haven't got to that part of the report yet. I've been trying, I was I was reading through it before we got going here, but Ooh, that's a book, buddy. That's yeah, I some, got a book. some hard weekend about, reading. I was about thirty pages into it, and it just kind of got too tough to. It got. Oh yeah, it was enough reading for one day. I'll get back <laughs> into tomorrow, but yeah, it's it's if that's the case. Good in there. Yikes! Yikes! Like this, this stems more like there's no way it was just a Chicago. Everybody in Chicago knew nobody outside of that organization. knew. Like, it's just no way. It's not, it's not a Chicago thing. It's not an NHL thing. It's not a a hockey culture, NFL thing. It's not a NBA thing. It's not a, it's an everyday thing that happens in life that, doesn't get drawn to attention to nearly enough. And maybe situations like this can help bring more of those situations to light and and stop some of them from happening in the future. That's yeah. That's the biggest thing. Um, It'll be interesting to see where this goes. And I think you're absolutely right. If if it's one of those things where in a couple of weeks, nobody in the NHL is talking about this, man, that's trouble. This is where, and and why do you think Gary Bettman's coming to Winnipeg to have that meeting? Well, he has to. <laughs> well, because he knows he knows it. He knows as well. Uh, he knows damn well that 
if Winnipeg and Chip didn't have their choice, they'll just let that media storm stay yep. in Chicago. Yes. And yep. Chevy's probably not any that will get ignored here. Same thing with with Florida. I agree. So that's a good point. I think Chipman's gonna Chipman is gonna be in a pretty hot seat, I think, as well. I think he is going to be probably forced to probably make one of the bigger decisions the Jets franchise move that he's had to make in his time. As well. far as as far as uh, Shevel Day off, yeah, I think so. Being like, oh, I agree. There'll be immense pressure on him to do it. Yep. They're same same thing in Florida, right? I don't know if in Florida if it's as thick just because it's Florida, <laughs> Winnipeg. Oh, no, I'm just, I, I, I know, I know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it the just, story probably doesn't hit the radar down there. That when you say that, it makes me that think of like crazy Florida man does something. Type it in in Google, and you, you get something different every day. That's <laughs> it. Just makes me think of that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's it. It might not even be a story in Florida, right? Like oh where God. Winnipeg gets all that huge every everything right now. Like yeah. it's well, I know even in Montreal with Mark Bergevin, he was with the club in 2010. Um, his name didn't come up in this, and there are still fans. Yeah, I haven't seen his name in the report once, and no. I think I heard that it isn't in there. Which Yeah, which is great. Was... That's great for yeah. me as a Habs fan, especially with him being my GM. Uh, but, like, but, um, and that's good because he did come out and was unequivocally like, I was not a part of this. I didn't know anything about this. I wish I could tell you something, but I just don't know. Whereas, like, Cheval Day off and Quinville said those exact same things and oops, they did know they were like, that's, that's where it gets to me. That's the bad part, right? Because I, and this is just me speaking. You don't forget about something like that, like a detail of a group of people coming together and figuring out how do we deal with this situation? First off coming together and talking about how to deal with the situation. uh, No. Okay. We've got to let this guy go now. We got to deal with this right now. Like he, I, and maybe I'm ignorant of the role of a video coach in the NHL. I'm thinking that is a position that is easily replaceable. Here's, you know, you say now, and I'm just thinking as a Blackhawks fan, and just I agree that I would have been fine if they waited till the playoffs are over. You know, like. Get, get rid you of the would coach. have been you would have been fine like, like just get rid of the coach we're not going to try to make a media thing out of this just you're going home and then once the playoffs are over then we'll create the media storm we'll no we'll we'll create the media storm then but you know like i would have been fine if they would have said you know like because that was the game before they clinched to go to the finals that this all happened that yes means. no they clinched so, and then they clinched happened. That, so, that, that night or the day. are heading into the Stanley Cup Finals. I would have been fine if the Blackhawks organization said, we'll give this our our full, you know, everything it deserves. Once the playoffs are over, the coach is going home, he's fired, and then we'll deal with the rest then. That's how you handle something like that. You don't just... Um, I see what you're saying. I mean, that sure would have been better than what they yeah. did. I think I, best I, case scenario. I think if you find out about something major like that, it's got to be dealt with immediately. Immediately, and I, I, know I do the, get what you're saying. I know what I'm they're saying. They no, I'm through. just saying like yeah. they don't need to come forward with what they're doing, right? Like it would have been so easy for them as an organization to send the coach home because he's a freaking video coach. Yep. Nobody knows who the guy is. Yep. 
they wouldn't have had him create a big media frenzy about it during the playoffs. They could have just sent him home, and then after the playoffs, they could have brought this forward to everybody else. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that. They no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. And and like, there's a proper way I think they could have handled this that could have allowed them to still try well, to first, do like you know win the cup and not have this become the story of the playoffs and handle the situation correct, you know, and have justice go be prevailing here. Like I just, here's my, here's my question to you. Because as, if they, if they fire, because if they fired the coach instantly and send him home, he's done the done. Right thing at that point. Right. At, at worst at that point, they're guilty yeah. of not, not releasing that information to the public. But even still like is an investigation at that point, is, is that a distraction from the club? Because Top well, management. Yeah, your oh yeah, that would be no, but that top, would be all that, that'd be all the playoffs would be about at that point. Then no, but I mean, uh, uh, like I'm I'm saying less media attention to it. Like okay, so because if you fire a, a, a video coach, nobody cares. That's not a media thing, right? unless that reason comes out that they're uh, exactly. So what they what happened you, here? You fire him. You you begin your investigation with your independent blah blah. Uh, it doesn't affect the players on the ice at the time outside of John Doe, who was part of the black aces, which is prospects that are available for call up in like, um, I guess if a player goes down on the club, right? point is, is they didn't have to. I think they absolutely point, needed to investigate. Yo, absolutely. But at that time to the finals. And I don't even think if they would have sent the coach home, and say we're doing our investigation. Yeah, it wouldn't even become public within those I, during I that agree. period of time, right? Like there was yep. no reason for him to say, "Like let's sweep this under the rug" because we yes. don't want it to hurt our playoff chances. Right? They could have done what was right and still probably won the Stanley Cup because by the time this story became public, the playoffs would have been over already anyway. Well, first things first. It took them the the investigation for this began in what was it May. Of this year, uh, a little early, yeah, something, and, like and then just like they just come out with the findings like today, right? Oh, so that's fine, I have no problem with uh, no, an no, investigation no. like this. That's that old, that's that's gonna take time for them to get all their eggs in a row and make sure that they're exactly. have all their facts and everything in place. Like, that's like a two week period between letting the coach go, sending him home, bringing in a replacement, playing in the finals. I'm I'm guessing, and I don't know. Again, I'm just speculating that uh, an investigator is nowhere near ready to be talking to anybody on the club within those two weeks. Right, oh, no. it's setting everything up. So yeah, I can see what you're saying. And you you send him home. He's away from the club. There's no opportunity for him to do anything else. He's been fired. He's basically blacklisted within hockey. The media probably wouldn't notice that he's not there. Exactly. Like they, don't get, they don't. They don't care. Right. It's, and so it's the the focus can still be on the game as far as that goes. I think it doesn't have to be every question that the players would be answer answering in the locker room after every game. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Right? I can like, see what uh, you're saying there. I can see. I'm not, I'm not trying to condone any of it. I'm just saying. No. I think there's a way that, that. And I never, I never thought they that could you were have trying to do accomplish that. both of them. There, like. The, yes, you know. I think so too. I think so too. But I do think once it's come to light, the player has uh, has gone to. Um, I think he went to a trainer. Joan Doe did and talked to he a trainer to about it with some limited information, coach, yeah. and they went to management. 
Uh, I think once management knows that and they send him home, that is best case scenario. An investigation starts immediately, not not a thing where they leave it until the end of the playoffs. You can come out with the information after the playoffs. This is what's happened, blah, 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 and go from there. I I agree with that. I think you're right on that. Um, Yeah. That's just it's it's going to be a culture change, hopefully within hockey. This is not just an NHL thing. This is this is way deeper than that. This goes into I, youth hockey and minor hockey, and it, it needs to continue that change of culture because yikes, that's bad. And hopefully it does change. Hopefully, this is that catalyst for that. But we'll like see, said, right? It, it sadly kind of falls into that. I'll believe it when I see it category. Yeah, and like that's there's We've we've had these big stories before, like you said. Like you would think the Grand James one would have been enough to uh, culture change. Say this is ne- this is never going to happen again. And right? Yeah, that's insane to think. Fortunately, there's just bad people in this world, and it doesn't matter how much you're going to try. It's they're going to find their way into places. Yep, it sucks, but but it's how you deal with it is, is where the story comes from, right? Um, that's all I've got for hockey. Anybody else for anything? <clears throat> Moving forward as far as uh, maybe something more positive. Because <laughs> that is some dark shit. That's for sure. Oh, I guess one thing I thought was pretty interesting. The Jets, uh, over the summer, they announced a bunch of stuff that they're doing with um, Dale Howardtrack Foundation, I think it is. Um, they renamed one of the streets, downtown Winnipeg, Dale Howardtrack Way. Uh, the love license plates in Manitoba with uh, Dale Howarchuk old school vintage Winnipeg Jets logo, which is kind of nice. I got one of those. Hey, what is it? They all start with HW? Uh, there's like, a, there's there's a JH, which is like premium. And then there's just J, which is like oh. normal. They don't cost yeah. any different. I don't know why you wouldn't yeah. just take the JW. It makes no sense. But uh, they're also doing the first annual Ducky Pond Hockey Classic, which is going to be happening in January. Mike, you want to play some hockey? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should get the Hawaii podcast to you in there. It'd be fun. You won't catch me mm. in skates again. In Mike wants no part of that. <laughs> I haven't worn skates since I was. It's not what it's about, brothers. 13? It's about supporting. Oh, yeah. It's Even about supporting the great Oh, really? Yeah. Since I quit hockey before, right before high school, right high school, yeah, I haven't skated since. So you guys are looking at it all wrong. You rent a hotel no. room. You have you have a blast. There's entertainment. We're not gonna win. Just get out there and have some fun. <laughs> no, you are looking at this all wrong, David. We are not 18 anymore. That's fair. We That's are fair. We are 40 year old men who will hurt very badly <laughs> the next day if we do this. If I'm going to get hurt doing something sporty in January, it's going to be on a surfboard, not fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating around. I love it. All right, let's do some uh, Let's do some Stump the Chump. All right. Sounds good. Mikey, you got some questions for us, brother? No, he, he just left. No, of course well, he did. He's no, oh, there's a light on. There's a light Whoa. on in his apartment. Yeah. Can't see in the dark anymore. That's funny. All right, Damon, two-time champ this season already. Who All right. facing is for number three? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mr. Carlson. I will take champion's advantage with questions first. First? Okay, Brad, which group are you feeling? I'll take the A first set as well. 
All right. Here so we go. Second set of questions. Yeah. Defending champion. Say we're gonna we're gonna go right back into the cheery stuff. Say uh, <laughs> Joe. Say Joe Biden and Paula Harris went down in a Air Force went for some reason they were both in Air Force One and went down for. Oh no. Who would who would become president of the United States? Oh man. Who would become president of the United States? Do you need a name or can I announce need the a position? Name. No, name. Uh, 45. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is Agent, the president, yeah. though, isn't he? Agent he back. He is. Yeah, no, he's going to get re reinstalled soon. Not Trump. <laughs> is, it the, is, is the position Secretary of State? No, I'll okay. give you that much. It's not yeah. that. It's a I famous don't... politician in the oh, I don't know. Bernie Sanders. No. Yeah. God, what do you think? I would have guessed Secretary of State, but no. that's obviously I'd... not correct. Oh, yeah. is do it you know Mr. who the secretary No. No, he it's it's uh, I do know who it is. It's uh Pelosi. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Nan- yeah, it's yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Leader of the Senate. No, so, the, oh, house, the, house. the house, yeah, it's yeah. the speaker. The house, ah, house is third in mind. So, know. what's the ruling on regardless, that? One? No, I'm regardless wrong. of I'm wrong. what party, okay, I'm wrong. I got it wrong. I, I guess Bernie, <laughs> <laughs> even if oh, yes, he did. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That's, even that's if we were a Republican, were, she would Republicans are all worried yeah. at the end of Trump stays there because if him and Pence got kicked out, Pelosi would become the president, the president. of the United States. Yeah, yeah, holy shit, imagine the. The conspiracy <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> January 6th ain't got nothing on that. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. That's a missed opportunity, Brad. Yeah. Question number two. NBA. Okay. Uh oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a bad teaser. That's the other group of questions. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good, David. Needs your to be com- your off question is: here. What continent has two out of the three w- world's largest stadiums? What this continent, continent has two. Yeah, this continent has two out of the three largest stadiums. Yeah. Ooh. Not largest. country. Let's make it a little, little easier here, folks. Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's go with the um, continent. Ooh. That's a good question. Largest stadiums. Okay, it's got to be one in seven. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember all the continents. <laughs> Back to great. Might be David. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm probably gonna say something that isn't a continent, but. <laughs> Oh, this is exposed. This is explosive. This is, this is explosive. explosive. What kind of champion am I? If you don't name a continent here, it's minus one point. I think that's fair. I'm already I doing a yes. point. Um, I, I think I agree. Is it? It's got to be Europe. Continent? Europe? It's got to be Europe. That's my answer. Inter- Europe is a continent, but you are <laughs> you correct. You'll get minus one. Yeah, this you don't get you, you avoid the minus one. <laughs> yeah, is this any South America? Any guesses, guys? I'm gonna say South uh, America then. I would have guessed uh, 
Asia, because Qatar is in Asia, right? It doesn't count as Africa. Qatar is in Asia, yeah. Yeah, that's my guess for the World Cup. I'll say South America. It's it's. I was uh, thinking Australia. No, it's actually Asia. It is Asia. It's Asia, is it because but it's of not, Qatar. No. Okay. Uh, number one is Narendra Modi Stadium in India. Oh, who is okay. oh. who is the who is the current president of India? So that's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see how that country's going. Uh, and because number the number two stadium is uh, the one in Pyon, uh Penn, North Korea. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, just solid. And number three, I believe, was uh, University of Michigan. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness! Are they like what one forty-eight? That's no, a, it was only like it was only like one twelve or something. I think the biggest. I think the Modi one was one twenty-seven. Oh, I'm probably using. I'm, I'm probably using uh, wrestling uh, <laughs> attendance in my head there when I'm yeah. saying one because they've talked about that for WrestleMania before. Oh, have they? Oh. And I, think oh. it's, I think they said it's 140. They, it would break their record, I think they said. Right. <laughs> Door is open for Bradley. Yeah. Well, you still have your third question. So. I do. I got to get it right. Yeah. All right. So, hockey. Olympic hockey is the category. Okay. Um, since the 90s began, the 1990s began, Canada has missed on the podium only twice. Okay, repeat that. Sorry. This is a funny, I, this is another sort of continent-based question. But, uh -oh. So, Canada has missed the podium in the Olympics twice since the 1988 Olympics. Right. Name the, name, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> name the two countries that they missed or the two places that the Olympic Games took place that they missed. Okay. One of these places in Europe is in Europe and one of these places in Asia. Ooh. I don't know. Oh man. Europe would have been Okay, well Asia would have been Russia for sure. Oh no it wasn't. It was um South Korea. And then Europe would have been was Europe <sighs> trying to think of places in Europe that would have had winter games. Italy. Yeah, uh, well, incorrect. One of them is here in Italy. <laughs> okay, so Italy was right, and yeah. it's not South Korea. Yeah, no, it was Nagano, Japan. Oh, Japan. Uh, That's right. We. I'm we an came idiot. In yeah, we came in third in the. Jacks uh, beat us. Korea. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky did not shoot out. Did not play in the shootout in that one. Right. It was haunting. Yeah, damn it, oh, 0 yeah, for three. Great. And I then in two thousand six, it was Gretzky's inept decision making. Yeah, <laughs> got them off. Mm. <laughs> oh for three, Brad. You need one oh, question, right. buddy. The floor is open. I Brad. think that because I know I'm already getting one question wrong, so I think the pressure is really on here. <laughs> Brad, yeah. and, and the NBA. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the first question is baseball. The first question is Saskatchewan taxes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Tax bracket. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Who has the... What pitcher has the, the lowest career ERA in the World Series? You get a couple of clues. 
He's a 21st century pitcher, and he's a National League pitcher. Lowest career World Series ERA. Mm. National League, and he's and he's played in the solely in the 21st. You say solely in the 21st century? Yeah, yeah, all 21st century. And World Series only. World Series only. Yeah. Mike bringing the heat. It's a very low, <laughs> as you might expect. Yeah. Looks like Brad's getting help from Loren. Yeah, Brad's getting yeah, answers. Brad. Brad's getting answers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're standing by. He's phoning people. He's, yeah, he's, Brad, he's, he's looking. He's looking at information right in his room. He's like, "What have <laughs> I got in here?" He's trying to pull the audience, but he doesn't have anyone in the room to ask right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. But we'll see what the audience is told. What what the poll what the poll the audience has told him here. <laughs> that was my wife that came into the room there, and uh, I'm not going to use the call a friend. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Scherzer. Incorrect. Madison, Madison Baumgartner. Baumgartner. Point point three two. Ah, oh, shoot. Do you that have was any, how many, between yeah. the two? Do you have how many games that is in front of you? Uh, no, I don't. No, it's a decent. It's not like yeah, I was gonna say. It's not gonna be like two or three. It's gonna be like seven or eight, something like yeah. that. Yeah, Fitz got a few games in it. Well, I was I was hoping that uh, they just want to. Few years ago, that Three? just the low, yeah, low number of appearances would have been enough. Yeah. And he was lights out this year too, I think, but not in the World Series, obviously. Right. Yeah. All right, oh for one. Good. All right, here comes your NBA question. Watch right. him win off of the NBA. Oh, that'll be awesome. In in which decade were African Americans first allowed to play in the NBA, <laughs> or when did they first begin? No. Okay. Well, I, guess I, think this is, is I think this is an easy answer. However, I could be wrong on this too. Uh, I'm gonna say the fifties. Correct. Yeah. Brad takes the title home. Yeah, Earl goes. Lloyd. Yeah. Earl Lloyd, 1950. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, Brad. Yeah. Well done, Brad. Fucking basketball. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's not, not even a basketball question. It's more of a, a social justice question. Oh, yeah, I figured 40s was too early. 60s would have been too late for that, considering yeah. my vast knowledge of the top 75 and where some of those <laughs> players slot in. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, probably Damon, a pretty decent like line there where it's like you can figure that out where it's like all of a sudden the game got hip and cool when they started letting the letting them in and that's where fandom picked up because uh, the, oh, yeah. the white guy yeah. NBA game really wasn't that entertaining it really <laughs> didn't sell that well I was, I, I was about I to say imagine that product no, <laughs> <laughs> they'd, still, they'd still be wearing like six yeah. inch shorts with their ass hanging out the back yeah. of them and like funny uh, enough players are going back to shorter shorts I know I opposed know, to like the that trend. The 2000s where everybody had like the longest, baggiest shorts ever. 
Yeah. That's funny. Mike, look at you. You got to hold the question over till next week as well. I know. Nice. Yeah. Best work. Yeah. What was the, uh, what was the, the genre of that question? If I may. The, uh, that one was um, world leaders. <laughs> world leaders. Ooh. Mike doesn't mess around. Doesn't mess around at all. Uh, anything else that we got to talk about here on the high and wide podcast this week, brothers? I got nothing here. And I think uh, let's uh, spend the next two hours watching the rest of this baseball game uh, because <laughs> it's going to continue. Um, that'll do it for us. Brad, where can we find you on the social media sphere? Uh, bcarl607 on the Twitter machine as well as Instagram. Cav, where can we find you, brother? I'm on Twitter at BigCavHWFantasy. And Instagram for Mike. What do you got? What do you um, got for us? Buddy man, two, two, two. There you go. I and feel like fun. every time you give us that address, you have to look down at a piece of paper and remind <laughs> yourself. <what it> is. <laughs> I just like he exactly. delivers it in a different manner each week. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me, Damon Perrant, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, DSO67. And of course, our uh, podcast, The High and Wide Pod. Check us out. Uh, let us know what you think. Rate us. Tell us that we're terrible. Uh, and uh, say that Brad needs to host this thing because I suck. But uh, whatever you want, tell us. And <laughs> tell us what you want us to talk about, too, because we want to get into more things as well. It doesn't just have to be sports. We can talk pop culture um, and just have some fun with it. That'll do it for the, I guess, Halloween edition of uh, the High Wide Podcast. We'll see you next week right here on whatever streaming service you use. Peace out, bro. Boys. Boy. Later. Peace, boys. <laughs>